When we start comparing our work with other people, we tie ourselves in knots. We think, there's no way I can be that good. The problem is, we're judging the wrong thing. If we want to be successful in our own field, we have to look beyond the successes of our idols and start taking a magnifying glass to their failures. Welcome to Morning Creative. I'm Mark Stedman, and I'm here today to talk about Kendrick Lamar. Now, before he was Kendrick Lamar, the then 16-year-old was known as K-Dot. He put out mixtapes showcasing his rap skills, and there were glimpses of skill there, but they were pretty mediocre. Then he immersed himself in study. The study of East and West Coast rappers, uh, studying flow and how you can wrap words around themselves and creating internal rhymes and wordplay. He also studied how story is crafted. And he went beyond hip-hop and into poetry, looking at the likes of Maya Angelou and James Baldwin to figure out how they use language. He tested his skills in battle raps, and seven years later he would release Section 80, his first studio album. So after a slew of mixtapes that he would hand around and kind of did nothing, he released, he managed to get his first studio album, Section 80. It was lauded by the critics, but it wasn't a commercial smash. But what it did do is it established him as a rising star in hip-hop. His second album, Good Kid, Mad City, came out just a year later, and it was a smash. It reached number two on Billboard's Top 200. Two singles reached number 20 uh, or or, uh, below. He got seven Grammy nominations, and the album was acclaimed for its storytelling and its social conscience. This is stuff that he studies. He is now considered hip-hop's goat. So what can we take from Kendrick Lamar? Um... What I take from that is we often overlook failure and we celebrate success. We also don't get to see very often inside a project. We don't get to see the stuff that went before it and all the study that went into it, but we also don't get to really see the makings of the project itself. And by necessity, the stuff that works is the stuff that we actually see, right? And we might occasionally see the opposite. We might occasionally read uh, an earnest and beautiful post on LinkedIn about what didn't work. But we rarely do. We rarely get to actually have a glimpse because most things, like I talked about last week, rather than having some sort of uh, rageful reaction from the audience, they kind of just go, hmm. you know, and kind of die, die off, you know. Um, success like that looks easy it kind of looks like a binary thing, doesn't it? Like it it either worked or it didn't. What we don't see is that daily grind. Now you've already seen me pivot a few times. If you've been here from episode one, then you've seen a number of pivots um, and a number of improvements and changes. There are subtle little things I'm tweaking all the time that you may or may not notice as well as the big stuff. You see me figure things out within this show itself. Now, Lamar studied to be the best in his field. He did it in his bedroom and in little back rooms and under overpasses. We didn't see that. We saw the hits, not the misses. And that's, if you look at anyone that you admire, 
you see the hits and not the misses. I remember one of my favourite bands um, when I was sort of 18 uh, was Bare Naked Ladies. And I was interested in what happened before their first studio album. You know, these are a couple of uh, kids who were sort of in, in schools for, for the gifted. They met at a um, Bob Dylan gig uh, and they were bored, if I remember rightly, and started um, knocking around and, and writing songs and stuff. And there are early glimpses there of real talent. There are a couple of songs within their mixtapes. I mean, well, their, their, their cassettes that they used to hand around. Um, in fact, one of their tapes was one of the first, I think it was the first non-commercial sort of homebrew cassette tape to go platinum, I believe. It was absolutely ridiculous. You know, it, 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 it did great guns and then they, they, got awarded some money to, to go and make make their first album. That's something of an outlier. But even with that early success, when they're sort of 18, 19, um, and Stephen Page, the, the then lead singer, had written this song about Brian Wilson, his hero, which the band still plays now. The band are separated, but both Bare Naked Ladies and Stephen Page play that song, what, 30 years later or whatever it is. Um, but what we didn't see is all the stuff where they were figuring things out. Yes, it felt like a quick meteoric rise, but what we don't see is the hours of practice that it goes into Ed honing his guitar technique, Stephen learning the flute, but also learning how to control his voice um, and and become a, such a distinctive singer. Now imagine a world in which we saw all that stuff on Instagram and we saw the gigs going really well. And we saw the, Hey, we've been awarded this. And you know, our mixtape has done this amazing bit of success and like all that stuff. Imagine seeing that on Instagram day in and day out, looking at what's working for people and never seeing the stuff that doesn't never seeing the songs that, that didn't pan out, never seeing the arguments and the infighting or the, just the hard slog that goes into becoming a successful musician, a successful artist, a, su a successful creator in, in any regard. So what I want you to take from this is not to judge yourself by your misses. Judge yourself by how you show up. Don't judge your progress by other people's success. Now, some people get lucky on their first shot. You know, there was a, a, a mix of talent, right place, right time, bit of quirkiness, bit of humour that went into a band like Bare Naked Ladies. Kendrick Lamar did not, and I, I don't think I could have, have picked two more wildly different <laughs> styles of music, but Kendrick Lamar did not get lucky early. He did not have some kind of innate talent. He studied, he got better, he started kind of mediocre with flashes of something, and he worked at it and he got better, and he did that in, you know, not in secret in terms of I'm going to be secret, but... He wasn't in the public eye as he was working this stuff out, and so we didn't get to see that. There's nothing you can do about people who get those early successes. Just like some people's faces are just going to fit. You know, some people are going to have the package, the X factor, all that stuff that, you know, that people describe. The world isn't fair. You know, some people are just going to have, like I said, that face, that combination of things. But everyone else who made it, left a string of things behind that didn't work. 
So don't compare your practice to their final performance. Thank you so much for listening. Tomorrow, we are going to get into one of the core elements of building a healthy creative habit. Until then, you can drop me an email via mark at morningcreative.fm. And if you know someone who's trying to find their feet creatively, then consider sending this on to them. In the meantime, you're brilliant, and I will speak to you tomorrow.